You're listening to Living Off Grit. I'm your host, Lucia. And if you tuned in to Season 2, Episode 2, then you know that I went through some pretty rough stuff and I was able to heal from my trauma and find happiness and peace of mind. So today's episode is based around how I was able to do that, how I was able to move forward, and also how I was able to just continue living without having any mental anguish and suffering or even judgments of myself about my past or what others have done to me. If this is your first time tuning in, I do suggest going back to Season 2, Episode 2, where you can get a little bit more context. I don't want to repeat myself in this episode because, again, it is all detailed in the episode before this. I'm going to start where I left off in regards to having healing in my life after going through a traumatic experience, leaving my, you know, dream job, having surgery, and then also no longer being in a relationship because it ended up in betrayal and eventually me realizing that I shouldn't have been in a relationship in the first place because I just wasn't in a great uh, mental state or emotional state to even be in one. Now, the initial reason why I started to work on myself was because I thought I had to change in order to be in a relationship with somebody in order to make that work. It started off that way, immediately realized that it had nothing to do with me changing for somebody else. If anything, I just had to work on loving myself again and finding self-worth completely, 100%, and not allow someone else to have that in their hands and not put my happiness into their hands, into their control. I had to take all of that back for myself. In order to get the facts straight, I had to go on my Amazon account to see what I purchased that weekend that I decided I needed to become a better person, again, initially for somebody else, and as soon as I started doing the work, it was no longer that. So uh, it was, I ordered a gratitude journal, the power of now, by Eckhart Tolle and the Five Love Languages. Now, the book The Power of Now is a spiritual enlightenment. It's a guide to to spiritual enlightenment. And I've heard of, about this book years ago, right? It's an older book, but I heard about it years ago. And I heard so many people talk about how it changed their lives. And so my only point of reference was this book. And it was easy for me to just go on Amazon, find that book and say, okay, this is the book that has transformed so many lives. Let me try to read it because then maybe it's for me. And I received it. It took me a few days to open it. But once I did, my mind completely shifted. The way that I thought, the way that I felt, the way that I saw the world, it totally shifted in like half an hour into the book. So this was almost two and a half years now since this happened. And 
it feels like it was yesterday. I didn't realize how long it's been, but it has. <laughs> I think it's important to say that I was raised Catholic and I had no other point of reference in, re in regards to spirituality besides Catholicism or all these other denominations that I knew of. I wasn't part of, but I knew of them and obviously had, have studied many religions while I was in school, but again, never took it upon myself to learn more about religion or spirituality once I was out of Catholicism. And that's already been many years, I think, I don't even know, over over 15 years or maybe 15 years. Um, so at this point, I'm not really, you know, thinking that I'm going to have a spiritual awakening. I got this book Again, because I just thought, oh, it was going to change people's lives. I didn't even realize that it was a guide to spiritual enlightenment until I had already gone through what I did in order to heal. So let me just rewind. I got the book. How I'm feeling at this point is very desperate for happiness. Now, besides all those events that happened, right, within a short amount of time, Prior to that, I was pretty unhappy in my life for many reasons. I was hurt by a lot of people, by friends, by um, people that I was in a relationship with. On top of that, the loss of my dad. On top of that, just, you know, smoking weed every single day when I was at, like after college. So all of that added to, to being unhappy you know I was always very much smiling and ha you know I looked happy and I was smiling and it was just me trying to mask all the things that I was feeling I I was also just living in a completely different reality you know once I moved out of my parents home my life was just I can't even believe it sometimes. It's so it's so not me, you know, to be smoking weed all day, every day, playing video games and just letting life just be, which sounds great when you're in it, but you slowly start realizing like, wait, what am I actually doing with my life besides getting baked and like eating junk food and just not really progressing? And I guess I didn't really have a problem with it because I was surviving. I've, I've always kind of just been in survival mode. But then once I I hit this, you know, wall of of just suffering and and pain and things that I thought were just beyond me is when everything just kind of collided and exploded, honestly. I think it was already... It's, it was time for me to change. It was very important that I did it as soon as possible and as quick as possible. So I was an open everything. I had an open heart, an open mind. I was ready to receive anything good, you know, because up until this point, I had many years that were really shitty in my life. And I thought, this can't be worse, right, than, than all those experiences. So suck it up, start reading the book, 
start writing in a journal and my life just changed. I started reading the book and the book speaks about letting go of ego, letting go of the past, um, what we do to hold on to suffering, what we can do to let it go. And a lot of the things that are tied to your suffering, right? Emotional suffering, psychological suffering is tied to your past. All the things that you've been through, all the things that maybe you haven't let go of, all of that is still living presently in your mind as if it's happening now. And once I started reading that the past doesn't exist, and, and obviously the past doesn't exist, right? <laughs> People always say that, but wait, I don't know if it was because I was ready to receive the message. And honestly, if I, if it didn't happen to me, first of all, let me just say this. If it didn't happen to me, I wouldn't believe it, okay? I wouldn't believe it at all. So once I started reading about how to let go of the past, something clicked in my mind. I just kept thinking like, wait, and I talk about this in season one briefly, that I was giving life to something that was no longer happening. And because I was giving life to it, that's what kept me in this cage of, in my mind, just pain and anguish and and loneliness and also feeling like I wasn't worthy of anything or love or anything like that. So once I started reading this book and I started realizing like, wait, I can change my mindset and just changing my mindset can completely change my life and I can heal from that with, you know, at the snap of a finger. And it was really like that. I, I read one line and something happened. It was, I mean, okay. It was like three pages in and there was a line that I read again about that the past is is only borrowing time from the present. That's why it, it still exists to you, right? That's why you can't let it go. You're giving it life. As soon as I read that, I closed the book. Mind you, this is like, I think, again, three pages in or something. And I lay on my couch and I'm like, wait, <laughs> what did I just read? <laughs> I laid here like thinking, whoa, am I dumb? Like, of course, you know, because it makes so much sense, but we don't take the time to understand it and really take it in, process it, and then, you know, regurgitate that to yourself. Because when you speak it out loud and you read it out loud, you're just, it makes so much sense, right? When you read quotes and you read it from a little a quote book or something that you see online it's told it's totally different so I read that and I laid here on my couch and I was like wait that means I can if, if my past doesn't exist like all the bad things are gone and this whole time I was crying and suffering over the fact that I had memory loss when would I want to remember a lot of those memories I wouldn't I wouldn't want to to keep that alive, you know, things that I went through as a child, things that I went through as an adult, traumas, all these things. Like, why would I, why would I want them anyway? And I read that and I swear to you, everything around me in my living room looked different. 
I was having a total, like, it felt like I was glitching out. <laughs> I don't even know how else to explain it. Even when I was trying to figure it out for myself about what I was experiencing, I couldn't even describe it to myself. I thought I was going crazy because I was just so open that all the words that I was reading just flowed through me and they made complete sense that I completely received the message and it was transforming me as I was reading it. And I I, I like slept on those three three pages for a few hours until I was ready to read more. And the more that I read, the more my mind started to change, the more my heart started to open, and the more I started to realize that there were a lot of things that you that I thought that I was that I wasn't. There were also many things that other people perceived in me that were either correct or incorrect. Like any aspect of who you are is based on so many things, right? It's based on your opinion of yourself, what others think of you. I mean, there's just so many things. So I, what I was experiencing was I was faced with all of my demons, all the good stuff about me, all the bad things about me, all the truths about me, about the world, about those around me, about my friends, about my family, about the people that were good for me, the people that weren't good for me, everything. Even my my place, even the way that my the way that my hair was. I mean, everything to me at this point was just a lie because I was living my life presently based on the past. So I wasn't living in the moment anymore. The way that I the way that I dressed, the way that I reacted to things, the way that I spoke about things, the way that I judged other people or judged myself, all of that was not really based on me as a person presently. It's all it was all based off of my experiences from the past and, and, and bad things from the past, you know? So <laughs> anyway, so I start reading and this is in a weekend. Okay. I, I pick up the book on a Friday and that's when I start reading it. I can't go to sleep Friday night because I'm freaking out that I'm losing my mind because nothing made sense anymore and everything made sense at the same time. I don't even know how else to explain that. Unless you've been through it, then you know what I speak of. But I was having a total out-of-body experience. And my mind was separated from my body and my soul. And, and everything was just separate at this point. And I call my mom. <laughs> and I tell her, because we get together with my family every Sunday. So I call her and I tell her, hey, I'm not going to be there on Sunday because there's something going on with me. Something is happening. I don't know what it is. It isn't bad. It is good. <laughs> I just don't know what it is. And I may sound crazy, but I just need you to know that I'm okay. And I, I don't know when I'm going to go back to visiting on Sundays because I, I feel like I have to work on myself and... I was working full time 
So the only time that I, I was able to work on myself, and, I, and I'm telling you, I wanted happiness. I was desperate for it. The only time that I had was after work and on weekends. And I worked a full-time job. So I had a very, a very short amount of time to do as much as as much as much work as I wanted to. So I call her and I tell her, I'm not gonna be there on Sunday. I don't know what I'm going through, but I'm fine. So if I don't respond to to your text or if I don't do this or if I don't do that, just know that I'm okay and I'm gonna text you guys whenever I figure it out. So Saturday comes and I didn't really sleep all night because I start having all of these um like flashbacks of things that I've done to people and not evil, just like overall, right? Like if you were ever a kid and, and you said something to somebody or you were in high school and maybe you reacted a certain way. I mean, things that I couldn't even remember were coming back to me and maybe they were being shown to me like, Hey, this is the reason why you develop this, or this is the reason why you develop this coping mechanism. This is why you were always cold with people. Like, you know, it was just showing me everything that I've been through, everything that I was, everything that I wasn't. And, um, it, I felt like I was going crazy. I really was going to call 911 on myself <laughs> because I have, I thought like, this can't be normal. There's no way that I can read a book and within 24 hours, feel like a completely different person, feel like the entire universe is a lie, feeling like everything that I've been taught about life and love and relationships and 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 food and, and I mean everything and material things, like there's no way all of that can be a lie, right? <laughs> because we grow up, right, in a very calculated environment and controlled environment in regards to whatever your parents have for you growing up right or whatever society dictates that your life should be you should have a nine to five you should do this you should do that this is like the norm for humans on this earth so once i started realizing like, wait, no, it's the opposite. And of course, right, we, we, we say it all the time, but to truly believe it and live it is something completely different. So I went into my room and I took everything out. I threw out all of my clothes, every single thing I threw out because all of that clothes wasn't a reflection of who I was, of who I was presently anymore. I saw it and I didn't recognize. I was like, I would never wear that. I don't do this. I don't do that. Again, I was a makeup artist. I would be glamorous every single day. I would wear black every day. And everything was just always so put together and controlled with me, which I, I still do enjoy once in a while. But even then, right after that, I started wearing a lot less makeup. I no longer had eyeliner on or eyelashes, which I would wear very often. Things were just different. My mind started to fall in love with who I was on the inside. And also, I started to realize that I, I could be someone better than what I was or a better version of myself or to love 
the things that weren't perfect and also love that you can change those things you know change if you feel like you're a person that has to control let's say time or or getting upset when someone doesn't show up on time which honestly that was a huge gripe of mine is if someone if i set a time and someone would show up late because I am always on time and then I start to realize okay not everyone has to be like you everyone is different and also there's so many things that are worth like you <laughs> getting upset over and that's not one of them but again like it, things are so trivial that is such a tiny thing you know but I started to understand why certain things got to me. And as soon as I started to understand them, I started to be real with myself. I was almost looking at myself in a mirror and telling me like all my truths, like, hey, like everything basically that you wouldn't want someone to tell you, I told myself. And I wasn't upset about it. I was very open with myself about who I was and who I wasn't and who I was to other people and who I wasn't to other people. So I didn't see my family for, I think, four months or three months. I don't know. It was a really long time. Because I started to change, I also felt that nobody would understand me because I almost didn't even understand myself at this point. I started to speak very differently. The language that I was using, the words that I was using to express myself were totally like, wait, what? <laughs> That's me? And I've always been very expressive. And even before this, I was because, again, when you go through something traumatic and you have to become vulnerable and you have to ask for help, you start becoming a lot more emotional. And I started to become that, which honestly, I loved being emotional because I was so cold for so long that feeling emotion felt like I was a human again and it felt almost like the Grinch when his heart grows it literally feels like that so to me having feelings and and feeling so much love and emotion and 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 loss of this old person like I was totally open to that I was not upset whatsoever was I was was I confused about what I was going through? Sure. So you know what I started doing? <laughs> I go on Google because I'm like, okay, I'm not going to call 911 on myself because what am I going to say? I read a book and now I feel like I'm losing my mind. I don't like how, how would that? <laughs> I feel like that started making me feel even crazier. So I start going on Google almost like when people go on WebMD to see if they you know, to see what's wrong with them when they feel a little sick and they start putting all their symptoms. That's literally what I was doing. Whatever I was feeling, I put uh, out of body experience, uh, seeing truths, like, I don't know, just everything that I was feeling in the moment. And everything that came up was like spiritual awakening, spiritual awakening, spiritual awakening, spiritual awakening. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, this can't be happening to me. I've only heard of this, right? Through people or through TV. Like, I've never actually heard of anyone going through this. 
at least not in my life. I was like a spiritual awakening. That sounds so far fetched. And so I start reading the different, um, like not steps, like the different things that you go through, right? Like all the, I think there's like 12 different things that, that you go through in a spiritual awakening. And obviously it's different for everybody, but it's like the 12 stages of that. And once I started reading that, it started freaking me out because I'm like, okay, wait, whoa, like this is a little bit too much to handle right now. I'm barely learning what I am and now I have to <laughs> figure out stages of some spiritual awakening that I did not ask for because honestly, I was very upset. I was upset that I got to the point where I was having this awakening because it was when I tell you that I cried for hours straight on that Saturday, I cried so much and not about anything particular. I was crying and I was laughing at the same time. And then I would cry some more about the loss of my dad because I also never grieved that. I was always in survival mode from that as well. And then everything that I went through, I also didn't cry from that. And crying is such a great release of emotion when you're going through something deep. So I cried so much. And when I started reading it, okay, because again, I was Googling like confused, uh, out of body experience, feeling lost, like, but feeling happy. I mean, you know, for a person like me back then, I would, I really thought I was going crazy. So I started to read that one of the first things is like confusion and and frustration and like a desire for change. And I was like, okay, okay, that's normal, right? That's me, of course. And then it was like, it, I, I think I read like examination of self or something like that, where it was like shadow work of again, all the bad things that you are. And when I mean bad, I mean, it's like, it, it was a dark time. And I went through all of this in a weekend. Okay. So I started to see, and I don't, I don't know how to say it because I didn't see it physically. I wasn't hallucinating. It was more just like images in my mind. And it, and it almost did feel like it was in front of me, but it wasn't, it was just like some internal thing happening. And and then I started to feel scared because I'm like, okay, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mind. And I started to pace and I, and the more that I paced, the more that I thought, and the more that I thought, the more my mind opened, but also was very happy. And then I started feeling like the person who has survived, who had survived trauma, you know, was also gone. And then that left me confused because I'm like, okay, wait. I went through through so much and then I tried to survive which that created another person and now here I am getting rid of that person and becoming someone else completely new that I didn't technically ask for <laughs> because look honestly when I when I picked up these books I was seeking to change in a very small way I was more looking to change in regards to, you know, 
not being so judgmental of 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 people in your life of other desires and or relationships or how I'm able to listen more and and maybe listen to their wants a little bit more like you know it was very <laughs> specific and so when I was going through this I thought man well you're already here so you freaking might as well and there's a reason why you're going through this you know yeah, I didn't pay attention to the title of the book so much. It was it was the power of now, sure. But I didn't pay attention so much to the guide of spiritual enlightenment. And honestly, even if I had realized it and really, you know, paid attention to the kind of book and reviews, and mind you, I don't I'm not I don't do that. I don't read reviews. I don't see what people say. I read it for myself. And then just if I gain something from it, great. And if I don't, I don't. Well, I gained an entire new me. So there's a day that's called like the day of darkness or I don't know, something like the night of darkness or the, the, the night of the dark soul. I don't even know. It even sounds crazy when I talk about it because again, if it didn't talk, if this didn't happen to me, I wouldn't believe it. But that night was full of just pain, physical pain, emotional pain, um, a lot of crying, a lot of writing down my feelings about how I was treating people because I was a hurt person, how I dismissed so many people in my life because I was hurt, how I would distance myself from really good friends because I was a hurt person. And all of that just made me feel really bad. And I thought it was a crappy person and then as soon as I felt like wow you're so crappy I started feeling lighter like whoa but you're but you're not and, and you're learning and you're figuring out like the reason why we're here is to figure out you know why you're so desperate for happiness that's what I thought the reason why you and I I, I was separating myself from myself you know I was it's almost like I was talking to me as another me <laughs> and I was like Lucia we are here because we want to change we're here because you want happiness and if you want happiness and you want to get rid of this you know baggage and, and emotional stuff and then all of this crap then let's go through it and and don't lose your mind stay grounded because you're in for a ride the moment that I felt that my mind was slipping because I feel like it's it's a very it's a it's like a slippery slope you know you have these old beliefs about the world that you grew up in and then you have this these new views that you don't really know where they're coming from but you know that they're coming from a beautiful place you know that they're coming from a very deep pure place within you that you don't even realize exists until you start looking inside of yourself and and realizing that all the things that you ask from the external world already exist within you. Okay, even me saying that statement <laughs> two and a half years ago, I would have never said that. So after that night of like me being terrified of myself, that's when I, I stopped reading the stages because I knew the stage that I was in. So I was going through the stages and one of the stages was like, again, the night of the dark soul or I don't know, something like that. 
So I stopped reading it. I'm like, I don't want to know what comes next. What if it gets worse? I really don't want to know. I'm just going to do the work on myself. And if I'm going through some awakening, then we're just going to go through it. And oh my gosh, I cannot tell you. I woke up so happy on Sunday morning because I thought, wow, I've reached the point of change I have cried over everything I have let it go I no longer have ties to the things that happened to me to the things that people did to me it's now just living in the moment and when you start realizing that the only thing that matters is the moment that you're living the second that you're in your entire world changes my entire world completely changed i was present in the moment i thought okay well the only thing that i'm doing now is i'm making my coffee and while i'm making my coffee i am listening to the sounds i am smelling the scent of the coffee beans i am really feeling everything I was feeling the cup on my lips I was tasting the coffee going down my throat and esophagus and like just like I don't even know how to explain it besides very extreme feeling and and sense of self and and self-awareness of my thoughts of the things around me of the things I I wanted and and the person that I now was and I felt like my old self again and what I mean is by my old self is the girl or the woman who had not become jaded who had not who was no longer hurt who had not who wasn't a victim I you know I felt like the tender self that I knew myself to be growing up and as soon as I I felt that I started to cry and even when I think about it now, you know, uh, there are, if you knew me two and a half years ago, I, I am just totally different. And I'm so grateful to myself for putting myself in the position to want to find happiness and change and it was so difficult it was in some way just as difficult as as what i went through you know because you're shedding yourself from a person you're you're letting something go completely and relearning a new way to be and even though it's beautiful it, it's it's really difficult because nobody else is living that same life for the most part everyone in this world or around me in this environment in LA people are living very similar lives or they have very similar mentalities and everyone's just kind of you know going day by day and not really stopping in their tracks to be grateful to smell the roses as they say to really take it in and 
I started to feel like I couldn't connect with people anymore. And that started making me sad because I'm like, wait, I just did all of this work for me. And now I can, I can be myself, but I also can no longer relate to the people around me. And the first time that I was around my family again, I felt so disconnected from them again because my mind had shifted the things that maybe are important to them or were no longer important to me, the things that they saw in certain things I maybe no longer saw or I saw way too into things, you know, or I don't know. It was just, it was a very difficult transition, which I am very grateful for because again, through going through, when you're going through a lot, if you, if you become vulnerable, then you get to the point where you have to talk about it, right? With the people who are very important to you. And then the same thing happened here. And I'm like, hey, if you guys don't understand it, I get it. But also I went through it and I'm telling you, like, it's the greatest thing of my life. And, and I may be a different person now. And I know that you guys have to get used to it. Because imagine going from knowing a person who's like a pessimist and sarcastic and, and had her wall up to all of a sudden... A couple months later, <laughs> she's really happy. She's really open and 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 just so different. You know, it doesn't control time. So, so laid back and just like living in the moment, spontaneous. And mind you, I, I loved being that way when I was younger. I don't want to say when I was younger, like when I was a teenager, I loved being spontaneous. Like that was my, the favorite like my favorite part about myself and so to feel that again I was like hell yeah because that's what life is about it's about living in the moment getting up and doing stuff you know regardless of anything if you don't have plans okay then 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 go and do whatever so I remember when I finally saw my family I sat with them and I started telling them all these things and I told them like okay I told them it's time for you to tell me the truth about myself or how you perceive me and the things that maybe bother you about me. And it wasn't, and it's not that, you know, everyone's perfect or, or, or you have to be perfect, but I really wanted to understand the way that I was and the things that I was doing. And I also wanted them to tell me how they saw me right through, like through their own eyes. And I told them, like, don't be afraid. I'm not going to get upset. I will probably agree with you. So lay it on me. Like, tell me what you think and, like, the things that maybe I've done to you guys to make you feel bad or, or whatever. And they actually tell me. And when they tell me, I look at them and I'm like, you're so right. You're, and they and they almost can't believe it that I'm, you know, it's almost like a trick question. Like, wait, are you going to get upset? <laughs> And I was looking at them and I was like, you don't understand. Like, this is the greatest conversation that we could have. I'm so glad that you told me. I don't feel offended because I agree with you. And even that is just so liberating to know all the things that you are and all the things that you aren't, all the things that you want to be, all the things that you truly are. I mean, it was, it was amazing. And I did work on myself from... January so this was a January to July it was seven months of non-stop work and I hadn't gone back to this like Google right <laughs> to figure out if I had finished all this 
this these stages or to see what stage I was on. It was like naturally the progression of, of changing your mind and changing your lifestyle and and doing meditation and breath work and all these things and eating well and exercise like all of these things just naturally start to create happiness within you because you start to realize that you are in control of your life fully that you have all the things that you need in order to be happy in every in every single moment of your life and you know july came and I, this betrayal happened, which I talk about in the prior episode. But that happens, and I, I, I say how I, I did cry for a day because of a, the betrayal. But once that was done, I realized, wait, I, I'm good. <laughs> because I ended up falling in love with myself. I found happiness within myself. I chose to change my life. I chose to see life differently, to change my mindset, to let go of the past, to be a completely different person, to live in the moment, to live with intention, to like be free of, of all these things and all these bad relationships and people. Now, the thing about this part <laughs> is that once I reached like bliss, and this happened so unexpectedly. One night, I did something that I had never done before. And the fact that I did, it, it was like a full circle for me. I felt alive. I felt complete bliss. I mean, something that I had never felt in my entire life. Bliss. Just, I felt, I felt high. I felt like, I was on drugs and everything around me was shinier, was brighter, was more intense. The colors were like super HD. And I remember thinking like, wait, like how, how much more can I feel? Like this is, this is amazing. And so I, you know, mind you, I had already finished the book, The Power of Now. And, but they don't talk about stages, really. You're just going through the book and, and you're, and you know, you're learning about ways to let things go and the reasons why your mind wants to keep them. So I get curious, you know, I get curious around August. This is late August. And I realize that the final stage of a spiritual awakening is like full awareness of self and and synchronicities and and this you know just higher like like higher consciousness of of self and and the world and it is extremely drastic it is extremely again if it didn't happen to me i wouldn't believe it so as soon as I read that, I'm like, but I feel that. Like, have I become this? Did I do it? Did I finally do it? And and I did. And I couldn't believe it because, you know, prior to those seven months, my life was hell. My, my inner life was hell, you know. 
And I couldn't believe that I had transformed my life. It wasn't through therapy. It wasn't through speaking with other people. It was me, just me, a book, my journal, meditation, practicing the things that I read and truly believed that I could change my life, that I could find happiness, that I didn't have to be tied to trauma, that I no longer had to think about things and, and them make me cry, you know? Because I was always a strong person that when, when certain things happened to me, I completely broke down that when I think would think about it, it would make me break down again and it would bring me to a very dark place. And to have freedom from that is just amazing. And to know that all of that lives within you. And I know that some people do need therapy maybe, you know. Some people cannot do it by themselves or on their own. And that's totally understandable. Whatever you need, I just want to say that it's it's possible. In, in whichever avenue that you choose to find it or to, you know, get tools to to learn how to find happiness and let go of your past, I always tell people to please explore that. Whatever option you think is best for you because it's possible. Is it difficult? Yes. Was my way a little bit unorthodox? Possibly. I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't speak to a lot of people who have had spiritual awakenings, but I also know that they are out there. So it does exist. But even if you haven't had an experience of mine and you have been able to find peace of mind, I really hope that you speak to other people and let them know your story. Let them know that they can also do it, that they can also change their lives. Because honestly, sometimes when people tell you and they haven't been through, through something, it's very difficult to believe it, right? When you're just like, oh, you can do it, you can have happiness. But it's coming from a person who maybe is not happy or hasn't really been through it. It's, it doesn't, it's not the same way. You don't receive the message the same way. So, you know, if anyone told me during this time, I wouldn't believe them. I had to experience it on my own. And the fact that I did, I'm so grateful that I, that I, I could. And all of that just totally, uh, like, obliterated so many years of being hung up on, on pain and hurt. And that day that I found bliss, you know, I was, I was blonde, I had short hair and I remember like, and, and like super glam. And I thought, wait, like, this is not me. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and immediately messaged my hairstylist and was like, I need black hair. Don't mind you. She's the one that made me blonde. Okay. So, uh, or maybe she didn't, maybe I did. I don't know. But I told her, you're going to be upset. And she was like, why? Oh, no, she was. She was, Sorry, she was the one that, that made me blonde. I was like, you're going to be upset. I'm, I I need to go black. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I was like, wait, what? And she was like, yes. She's like, but I can't take you now. I I will. I think it was like a week later, a few days later. So I was okay. During that time, I actually had a black wig. And the reason why I had it is because me and my friend would 
do like makeup collaborations. And around that time, she wanted to experience having one because it had been years since we did one. So I had this, you know, black wig and I grabbed the black wig and I put it on and I start crying. I look in the mirror and I'm like, this is me. This is you. Like, I like, this is you. You're not that person. Maybe you became that because you were a makeup artist or because of all these other things, but that's not you. And it's also okay, you know? And at any time that you change for the better, it's, it's, it's beautiful. Even if people don't understand it, you know? I change so quickly. And I know that my family and my friends, they needed time to like catch up. <laughs> But I also couldn't fault them for that, you know, because if you know someone with a personality that's a certain way for like a really long time, I can't expect someone to just say, oh, wait, now I have to figure out this personality. <laughs> I think at this point, my family has gotten used to the fact that I'm so different and happy and everything. But for a moment there, I thought like no one was going to understand, but it's just, you know, it just takes time with just like with anything else. And even then, now I think I'm like, man, I would have never had a podcast. I would have never spoken about all this stuff. I would have never been open about this. And, and even if I had, I would probably be crying again. There's nothing wrong with that. But my purpose is to be able to help people. And I feel like in order to be able to help people, I have to tell my story and give my experiences. And if I can give that in a positive light, right, instead of the negative, it will create a lot more impact that way. It will also allow people to see that someone who was in a lot of pain and went through a lot of shit can come out on the other side, <laughs> and it and it be real and it's not fake and I'm not just in survival mode anymore I'm not just pretending to be happy I'm not pretending to be nice and kind and caring and emotional and all these things I like having feelings you know but I also know how to control them and because and it, and that I don't mean control them right like oh deprive myself of feelings I mean that I have already dealt with everything that if something comes up, it's more of like, okay, like you, you got this. It's okay to feel a little bit something still, you know, you're still human, but also don't let it bring you down because you're no longer in that situation. When I sit here and I think about all the things that I went through during that time, you know, sometimes, sure, I'll tear up just because I don't think anyone should go through that stuff. You know, no one should go through something traumatic. No one should be hurt by another person. No one should be taken advantage of. And, you know, yes, I've teared up because I'm just like, wow, like I wish that woman knew better. And she she would have had happiness a lot sooner. But we, at least I, didn't grow up, you know, on self-help books or, or, you know, this whole concept of, of, 
of finding inner peace and all these things. Like I had no idea how to deal with that as a teenager, as a 20 year old, as a 30 year old woman, like none of that. So it's been a learning curve in the best way. It's been two and a half years. I'm still new at it. And again, if you know nothing about spirituality, that's fine. I do think that if you feel like you're hurting in some way, start writing a journal. Start putting all of your feelings out of your head and onto paper because sometimes picking them apart makes it a lot easier on you because you're reading them and you're like, oh, okay, why do I feel this way? This happened today. This happened yesterday. This happened in my life. And then once you start to understand your feelings, then you start detaching from them because you understand where they're coming from and you realize that that doesn't have to carry on with you throughout your entire life. It was a moment in time that feeling happened then and, and there's no reason to continue carrying it. So now that this episode has been almost an hour, <laughs> I will end it here and I don't even know if this made any sense. I, I It's difficult to paint a picture because again, it's so internal, you know, I think if I try to create visuals to it, uh, I don't know if I could even grasp that, you know, it's something so out of this world. It's so the opposite of, of the normal human experience that I think even if I tried to even let's say paint it people would be like what the hell <laughs> like I wouldn't even know it would just like these scribbles on a canvas but all in all my message is just to please work on yourself spend time with yourself for me I knew that being alone taking time away from my family from my friends was important that point of solitude really leaves you with all the things that that you believe that you want for yourself that you need out of your life that you need out of um your life your 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 future partner you start to figure out what you want what you don't want and if you have you know <laughs> the luxury of spending time alone please do so it is so important to your mental health to have a clear mind about who you are and where you are in life and if you want to be happier you know if there's something in your life that you're not happy about if there's something in your life that you crave a dream you know I have a lot of dreams like goals and things that I can actually create things that I, I know that I can do like all of that is so important and so so many of us let it go because again because of things that you have from the past beliefs that are are, are set because of your past and i my wish to all of you is just that you can let go of whatever is holding you back whatever is holding you in a dark place or making you unhappy or making you sad or depressed and 
I really hope that you took something from this episode besides my crazy experience having a spiritual awakening. I do suggest reading the book again, even if you don't want a spiritual awakening. Now I know some people who have read it and they love it and they get a few things from the book, but not necessarily have this huge change. I think that the reason why it affected me that way is because I truly needed it. My soul was was broken. I was a a a broken soul, a broken person and and had I not gone through that experience, I don't know where I would be, you know. I'm so grateful for this platform as well because I'm able to at least reach look, even if one person <laughs> listened to this I would be extremely happy because that means that one more person has a little bit more hope that life is great and worth living and that they can get through whatever life throws at you, even if it's difficult. Okay, so now that I've said another six minutes of words after saying that I would end the episode, it's time to end it now. Thank you so much for listening and... I'm sorry that this episode was delayed, but I actually have been having a lot of audio issues. And please let me know on Instagram if the audio is okay on your end, on whatever platform you listen to. If you don't listen, if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's Living Off Grits Podcast on Instagram. And thanks again. I'll see you next week.